Welcome to Econopack, the contract packaging manufacturer's podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mead. Econopack is the premier contract food packaging partner in North America. Each episode, we will be discussing industry news, providing helpful resources to learn more about the contract packaging capabilities here at Econopack. On today's episode, I will be joined by Johnny Montana. Johnny is the project manager at Econopack. In this episode, Johnny and I will be discussing the onboarding process and what our customers can expect when they start working with Econopack. Johnny, thanks for joining me. Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me. <laughs> really excited to go over some of the stuff I take care of here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely excited to have you on the episode. I know we've talked about it. Um, we're on episode four or five, something like that yeah. at this point. And um, I know we've been going back and forth trying to get our schedules to work out. And I'm so thankful that we're able to do that today. Busy, so, busy. Um, but yeah, so why don't you share with our audience a little bit about you and what you do here at Econopack? Sure. So as you said, my name is Johnny Montana. I'm the project manager here. Uh, what that entails is all the onboarding, um, anywhere from making samples for new customers or even existing customers with new projects, um, samples, running trials, uh, up to the first production approvals. Um, and then I keep an eye on those projects until they get up off the ground. Um, I stay in communication with most, if not all of our customers and just look out for those new projects coming our way. <laughs> and there's plenty of those. Plenty. <laughs> I know that we're uh, constantly quoting new projects, and um, and then we have our current customers that are just expanding their portfolio of things that we do for them um, and, and, and all the different options. And you, you get involved every single time one of those new projects pop up or somebody has an idea, they call Johnny. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, the, the growth has been incredible to see, you know, a lot of new customers and our existing customers really growing their brands. So we're happy to be a part of that and help any way we can. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, so how many years have you been here with Econopack? I've been here now nine years. Nine years. Yeah. So, so basically the whole time we've been in this building, yep, right? Since day one in this building. <laughs> so you've seen the team grow. Um, the facility the, the, grow. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, because now we have the new addition going on on top of that. And yep. uh, I know that when I spoke with um, PJ, um, our CEO, he was talking about, you know, one of his, you know, the future, right? And talking about what he was excited about for this year. And obviously it's the new addition. And, oh, um, we're and all excited. Absolutely. And, um, you know, with Ed as well, too. So it's just been, uh, it's been great getting to talk to everybody and in this type of environment and kind of share with everybody what we do. Yeah, this is exciting. <laughs> so, um, well, I guess let's get into it, right? So, sure. um, I get, you know, let's talk a little bit about what our customers, our clients can expect when they start working with us. They start talking with our sales team. And once that we get through that process, they start working with you. And that's really where everything begins with that journey for them here. So why don't you take us through that process? Sure. Um, yeah, like you said, once uh, a customer has reached out, they'll work with uh, yourself, uh, Ed, PJ, um, and they'll work with those guys uh, to get a quote and start discussing the, the potential project. Uh, once it's moved forward a little bit, um, our team here will kind of bring that project to my attention. At that point, uh, I will reach out to the customer and just start a conversation, uh, go through any of the necessary information we need uh, and look at what their, their plan is. Are they looking to do a trial before they're starting? Mm -hmm. Um, are they going right into a first production? 
And then I, uh, I, I submit our documents to them to be filled out. Uh, those documents are crucial um, for both us and our customer. It helps us understand what all of their necessary requirements are. Um, a lot of information on the packaging, uh, date code information. And uh, yeah, I'd love to go through kind of some of that information with you. Yeah, I think this is a great opportunity for us to really kind of dive deep into those details. And um, and we'll go through each of the line items so that our customer you know knows what to expect. So in the episode, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm going to pull up the document on the screen as, as we talk through it. Okay. Sure. All right. So, um, so a new client comes in and they, um, we quote the project that they're looking for us to do. And once we get through that process, then we have our team meeting, which encompasses our customer service team, our quality team. And I, I know that you primarily run those meetings yeah. um, so that we can bring everybody on board. So why don't you go through that process of how each of the pieces come together? Absolutely. Um, like you said, once the project is brought to my attention, it's progressed to that point. Um, I, I start to get what information we do have uh, and I start to work with our, our greater team here. Uh, so I will reach out to Wendy, who is our customer service manager here. Um, she's a great part of what we do. Um, she leads all of our customer service reps. I'll work with her and just start to inform her of the project that we're looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, she'll either inform me of a specific uh, customer service rep that's going to have the account or if it's going to be her personally uh, getting involved in this account. Um, I'll, I'll also take the project to quality, whether it's Rohail or Danielle, and I'll start to go through what information we do have available and see if there's any additional info they need at that point in time. And that's great. I mean, I know some of those meetings will have eight or nine people on, the, on just on our team alone on the call. We also bring in our shipping department, um, our shipping manager, Rich. He'll, he'll be on the call. I mean, our customer kind of gets that full experience of all the different things that are going to be going on on this end. So they have that comfort level of knowing that their project's handled. Probably the most important thing to make this project very successful is our SOP. Our SOP, and we also have a trial and first production approval form. Um, so yeah, I mean, if, if that customer reaches out to us, um, I'm going to initiate some conversations. Uh, let's put a scenario together. They say, yes, we want to do a trial before we start first production. So I have a, a great trial form that I'll submit to them. Uh, and all they have to do is just kind of step-by-step go through it and fill out the necessary required uh, information. What are some of the questions that are on that type of a document? Great. And so one of the things too, um, before I just blindly hand it to them and say, fill it out and give it back, <laughs> I'm always open to hop on a call and go through the document with them because yeah. some of it is very unique. Um, some of it's specific to some projects that mm-hmm. might not apply to their project. So I like to make sure that they're, they're well aware that um, I'm there to help them. Um, so one of the first things on the, the list is the objective of the trial, right? So what are we trying to achieve here? Good question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so some of the time it's to produce some product to be able to do a ship test, right? To check uh, how the corrugate holds up during transportation, um, you know, all of the different variations of shipping product, you know, all over the country, which is what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that could be one of their items that they're looking to accomplish. Um, breakage is another great one, right? So 
some of the product that we deal with is very fragile. Uh, so we're looking at the condition of the product coming into us from the bakery it came from, uh, how our machinery is handling the product, uh, all the way from flow wrapping, bagging, cartoning. Uh, we'll take that product, we'll look at it, we'll do an analysis of the breakage. Now, you will work with the quality team. Correct. So it, you know, it's you and our quality team working together to make sure that the integrity of the product coming in, you know, if there's any issues or anything that we need to address with the customer. Correct. It's, right. a, it's a big team effort to make all of this happen. Yeah. I just help coordinate with everybody here. Yeah, no. That, and I mean, that's, that's like key, right? To being successful with it. So yeah, I like to keep my hands involved <laughs> with uh, all of these aspects. You know, when a customer comes back and has some questions, I like to work with those teams hand in hand to make sure that I'm aware of the issues that are going on. Uh, but no, the, the quality team is significantly involved in these uh trials yeah uh, without a doubt so Can't now that's just them. on the now you're you're not even into like hey we've we're beginning this project <laughs> you're just in the trial phase <laughs> yeah that's just the objective what are we what are we trying to achieve in this trial yeah. uh so that's the first question on the form yeah. um then we start getting into what type of packaging are we looking at is okay. this a closed product okay. uh trial is it open product? Which those things, um, the, they have significance, uh, which will help us determine what room we're going to do this project in, what line we're going to use for it, how it has to be handled and addressed. So you mean like the different types of equipment that will be used for it as well? Yeah. So, you know, give us an example, just kind of... Uh... Sure. So <laughs> recently we, we did a trial. Um, it was for some cookies. It was an open product trial. Okay. So I knew, okay, it's a cookie, it's open product. We're going to use our horizontal flow wrapper. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Okay. Um, and then, you know, that information is kind of comes from maybe the way the project was quoted, but I know also that, you know, we'll work on quoting projects and then you'll be going through it with the customer and realize that, you know, Hey, there's a, a few other st steps to the process that we need to go through. Yeah, itself. absolutely. <laughs> there's, there's plenty of information for us to gain from a trial as well. All right. So that's like, that's the first part of the trial. <laughs> that's the beginning. Yeah. That's just the beginning. Um, which, you know, nobody, nobody should be overwhelmed by it because yeah. we are there to work together. Um, but yeah, as we go through the document, uh, some other things we're going to look at are, you know, what allergens, um, are in this product again for deciding what equipment, what yeah. area of our facility to use. Okay. Um, we need to, you know, we follow a, a strict uh, allergen profile mm -hmm. um, and segregation. So another key question there, um, we ask when uh, components and product is expected to arrive. Got it. Uh, and then we'll inform the customer when it is here and go over a date of when we want to actually execute the trial. So, so you mentioned, um, you know, the allergen profile, right? Yeah. So that's why we have all the different rooms set up in our, our facility. So you have your room one, room two, room zero, yeah. we start with and, and goes through the process. So, um, knowing that information and identifying what the product's going to be helps determine where we're going to be producing it as well. So, you know, and that leads into you working with our mechanics, right? Our maintenance team to set up the equipment and, and work on that just to run this trial. Yep. And, yeah. And quality. I mean, yeah. you know, I run this by our quality department, tell them, 
hey, here's the allergen profile for this upcoming project. Um, Here's the line I have in mind. And verify with them that we're picking the correct machinery uh, with the correct allergen profile and that it's gone through all the necessary steps to be able to run that allergen on it. Do you take into consideration like the volume of the project when you're kind of trying to build out where this is going to happen? I mean, cause I know you're really involved in, in, Hey, this is what I think is best. And I know you have to run it past all the teams, but uh, I'm sure a lot of that has to come down to the size of the project, how long it's going to run for things like that. Yeah. Great question. <laughs> so we, we look at it. Sometimes it's, um, a couple cases for a trial. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they're, you know, the customer may be looking for several pallets. Uh, what, what machinery is best going to accommodate that trial for that specific uh, volume? Okay. Uh, so is it multiple machines? Um, how it. many people do we need to allocate for the trial? So multiple machines, what do you mean by that? Uh, so sometimes we can use, uh, you know, for flow wrappers, for example, okay. uh, if it's a large volume for that trial, we might get one, two, three flow wrappers involved. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, there's probably instances where you're using different types of equipment for parts of the process as well, right? Because we do blending, seasoning, you know, so it could go into that as well, right? Correct. And also, you know, the, what I would call the auxiliary equipment, you know, do we need a check way or a video jet to print the date code on it? Um, Are we using a tape machine, Uh, various different components that go into those projects? It's it's rarely ever just one one <laughs> of our machines that's being used. It's uh, usually a main machine like a flow wrapper, yeah. uh, vertical form fill and seal, uh, seasoner, blender. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's also those other miscellaneous uh, pieces of equipment that we have to make sure we have prepared for the trial. Yeah. Jared was talking about that in, on his episode and he was talking about, you know, his team is constantly working on modifications and, you know, set, when they're setting up the equipment for each of the individual projects and having his team available on site, you know, it's not like we just buy the machine specifically for that project. The machine is then tailored to work, you know, with that project a specific way. And that comes down to, you know, you you work with his team a lot. I mean, Jared spoke about you on, on his episode and, um, you know, putting that together so yeah so you know i've mentioned wendy and her customer service uh rohail and the quality team jared is another uh huge part of what we do and uh somebody that i'm working with hand in hand on these uh, yeah. so you know i have to make sure that his the equipment that he's in charge of um mm-hmm. what's the best piece of equipment you know what speeds are we trying to achieve which machine is the one that's best suited for that trial and then are, are yeah are there any customizations that need to be done to modifications um you know whether it's uh adjusting former sizes uh bag sizes uh him and his team are crucial for (laughs) for getting those trials accomplished so now on the trial document uh you you, like you said you kind of go through that with the customer i know you jump on a team's call and and go through that process with them now what's like what's the next phase of it so we get through the trial and what's the next phase Next phase is data. So what's great, you know, working with the quality team, uh, the customer might have some specific uh, data that they require to be um, quantified during the trial. So, for example, breakage is just a a really big one that we see often, right? Everyone, no one wants a a bunch of crumbled cookies (laughs) or crackers. Um, So our our quality team will have a set of data uh, 
that they need to grab. And that's usually derived from the customer. We can help also um, with our past experience of how frequent to do checks, how much product to check at any given time. So we take that information. The quality team during the trial will gather all of that. Uh, they'll, they'll pull samples, they'll test for breakage, and they document that all. Okay. And so after the trial's done, you know, that, that information, what's it doing? You know, so we have to grab that information, <laughs> uh, review it, and we provide that back to the customer so that they can bring it, you know, to their team and review that data. So now it's all collected. Everything's kind of formatted in a very specific way that's going to be useful for us as we start working with the client. The client also has the information. What's the next step? So next step is we have a, an SOP3. Uh, so that document is really the, uh, a very key document to have filled out. Um, we, we need that information to be able to start production. So it can have anything from part numbers, right? So if you have uh, a part number for a carton or a shipper, mm -hmm. we're going to work with you and we'd like to use your same part number. So we request part numbers for all of those um, pieces of, you know, the material that's being sent in. So that could be the product itself product. Then it could be the film used on the packaging. It could be a tray that would be used and all those could be individual component part numbers that you want to maintain. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Film cartons, shippers, U boards, poly yeah. trays. I see a lot of those happening because, you know, there's been a tremendous spike in variety packs. Oh, huge. So uh, I'm seeing that we're, do we've been doing working with products for customers for, you know, and it's a two count and a four count. And now those two and four counts are now going into variety packs that are, and all those different things have different item codes and item numbers correct. that are all managed with this form. Yeah. It, and that okay. helps us to have those correct item numbers. Um, so first, yeah, if, if the customer has, item numbers, we like to use their item numbers. Yeah. So when we're doing inventory, our item number matches theirs and it's really easy to reference. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it's, it's, yeah, it's also very important for keeping track of um, how much we have on hand so that we know when we're scheduling production that we have item number XYZ available to meet this next PO. So, yeah, because if we're going to set up to actually run something and it has eight different component parts, we need to make sure that that inventory is accurate. And I know we've made a significant investment in adding in the scanning technology here yeah, and, and adding that to be able to help manage uh, is definitely going to be huge for us this year. So, yeah. And then even to go back a little further on yeah. the item numbers. So one of the, the first and last stop here is our shipping and receiving department. Yeah. <laughs> so when, when you're sending in new items for us, yeah. we'll, we need to make sure that we have those item numbers before they're sent in so that our shipping and receiving team can reference when something's being brought in, their bill of lading versus the part number that we have in our system. They match, we're receiving them incorrectly, yeah. and we can report that back to the customer. Wow. And that's just one part of this. Cool. SOP three. <laughs> yeah. That's just one. That's, that's a very important one, but yeah, that's just one step. All right. Um, so yeah, I mean the document, it has, uh, everything from certifications. That's a, that's a really important one, right? So what claims are you making on your product? Um, are you kosher certified, organic certified, um, gluten free, gluten free. Okay. Correct. Yeah. So, 
uh, there's a spot that you can fill out for um, all of those claims that you're making. And we, you know, then I'm going to go to our quality team mm-hmm. and say, hey, you know, we need to make sure that we have uh, this information. We're, we're handling it according to the claims that they're making. Okay. Um, for kosher, for instance, we need to make sure that we're uh, adding them to our kosher certification. So another very important item. Oh, okay. Do we have, I know, um, like, are there any required testing, you know, that the product needs during production? You know, I, I know some of those things are, are on our intake form. So I guess that could be part of your, your form as well, right? Yeah. So there's a, there's a section where we're asking, um, a couple of those quality checks. Um, okay. so on the form, it'll have, um, you know, the, if it's a metal detectable item, uh, what ratio of, uh, sensitivity does it need to be for ferrous, non-ferrous, um, stainless. So there's a section for that. We, we provide our standard, um, which is always an option that you can check, or if you have a specific standard that you're looking to, to have checked, um, anywhere from the metal detection, the package integrity, um, the weight checks. Yeah. Okay. And that's so, I mean, all of that information is so important. And I know that you spend a lot of time going through that with the customer and you're always there. So a lot of times the customer will say, I'm not sure exactly how to answer this. And instead of them just putting something down, you spend time with them to help them, you know, fill out these forms. And also some of the information comes from the trial and the FPA forms can then translate over to this. But this is the document that decides how we're ultimately going to work with that product and for that customer. Correct. So sometimes if the customer is just filling it out on their own, which by all means they can, what we'll do is we'll look at that document we'll receive it and I'll go through it with various um, team members here. Mm-hmm customer service, quality, even maintenance, shipping and receiving. We'll go through it as a team and we'll we'll identify anything that we might have a question on, go back to the customer and review it. You know, it might be a simple question, simple answer. Um, but like you said, we can also set up a, a meeting, uh, share the screen and just <laughs> line by line, go through that. No questions. You know, just figure it out together. That's why, you know, I wanted to take the time today on this episode specifically to go through the process because I think it's really important for everybody to understand as they start working with us, all the different layers and how important they are for the things that we're going to be providing for them. And and it's going to be tremendously valuable uh, for us, obviously, to work with the client, but also for the client to really understand the process themselves. So, you know, that, that great job. <laughs> yeah, thanks. It's a, uh, it's, it's a really fun process. Um, I love doing it. You know, we get to work with new customers all the time, uh, new projects, it's fun to see these new items coming into our, uh, our facility, new opportunities and, you know, just get to see the growth overall. Yeah. I can imagine all the different types of products that we work with and different customers for that matter. We're obviously uh, food specialists. We're, so we're very specific to the food industry. That's what we focus on. But within that, there's a lot of variations. There's a lot of different types of products and, and, and also with the products, you're also dealing with a lot of different industries. So I, I know uh, recently you were working on an airline project. Yeah. So airline projects, um, they're, they're great opportunities for our customer. It's kind of like a, an advertisement for them, uh, along with getting some business. Uh, and then we're working with the, um, with the club stores as well. So being Costco certified, I know for myself from the sales side, 
I have people reaching out to us just because we are approved by Costco as a vendor to be able to produce goods and bring things in there. So those provide different packaging opportunities for us to work with, you know, bundling and value packs and all those other variety packs. Yeah, that's a that's a big draw for us, right? We're we're Costco certified. We've dealt with most, if not all, of the major club stores, uh, so we we do understand, you know, the specific requirements that they have and helping our customer execute them. Let's talk a little bit about the different types of products that we work with. Yeah, we've seen we've seen a lot here, uh, which is great. It's it's nice to see all the different varieties coming through the door. Um, we work with candies cookies, crackers, uh, powders, grains. Uh, it's been really interesting to see, um, recently, you know, to our portfolio Mm -hmm. seasoning. Um, so that's been really fun. We're expanding that area, um, purchasing some new equipment, which is great. So when, when these new projects come into us, getting a feel for what type of item it is, what, uh, equipment we have available, and then what can we do to grow ourselves with that uh, specific product? So working with you, Ed, PJ, we're constantly looking at these new products and ways to expand our horizons, whether it's new equipment, uh, new processes. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's really great to see all these new items coming in. Yeah, and, and like you said, with new items means that new equipment may be needed, right? Uh, or we just need, you know, additional equipment or we want to upgrade. So we run, um, we, we've made a transition over the, over the past few years of going from mechanical to servo. Yeah. PJ's done a fantastic job, uh, constantly investing in his, his company, his name, his brand of bring back to the building what, what we need, right? So, do we need more equipment? Do we need newer equipment? PJ is always on top of that, always looking forward to how can we stand out from the rest? Yeah, definitely. And with that, he's meeting with you. He's meeting with Ed. He's meeting with Jared and, you know, Hey guys, what do we need? You know, what, what do we need out on the floor? Like, what types of uh, equipment, what opportunities are we seeing, you know, not only from a sales perspective with new customers, but also existing customers, how can we expand our capabilities for them? Yeah, absolutely. So he's, he's looking at the, the, the trends, um, what we need to do and, you know, to be ahead of these items, right? So he's, he's looking at new equipment that can help us stand out and, being prepared for, for the growth that we continue to see. Um, what are you most excited about for this coming year and the years to come? Well, there's a lot to be excited about. Uh, if I had to pick though, the new edition that that's, that stands out to me. Um, I'm really excited to be able to have a little bit more room to continue to grow because growth means new projects, which is right <laughs> up my alley. Absolutely. So, Johnny, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I'm glad to have you finally on the podcast and and get to talk to you about the project management role within the company and and how you pull everything together. Uh, you know, it, it was awesome talking with you today. Uh, you are a tremendous asset for this company, and uh, you know I enjoy working with you every day. So yeah, thanks a lot <laughs> for having me. This is this has been a blast. Uh, it's it's always exciting to share what we do and how we can help our customers. Yeah, and that's what we that's what we built this for. 
Yeah. So we built this to tell our story about the company because we're doing really exciting things every day. We have an awesome team. Um, we're just continuing to grow. And it comes down to having people in the company like you and the rest of our team. All right. Again, Johnny, it was great to have you on the show today. Thank you so much. Thanks, Mike.